Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It's Super Bowl week. It's Super Bowl week. Wolf and Luke, live from the Phoenix Convention Center at Media Row. Yeah, we are live from the uh, Phoenix Convention Center. Media Row coverage is brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings. It is Wolf and Luke. It is, what is it, Thursday? I don't even remember anymore, Wolf. Thursday, indeed. Today was supposed to be the crazy day here anyway, just because we're on Media Row. I mean, and look, Gronk did just walk by in a green suit, so it's yeah. not like things are normal. Maybe that is normal. From Western New York, I might add. Oh, there you go. Homeboy. Kind of a big day, as it turns out. We knew it was going to be potentially eventful with the trade deadline coming up at 1 o'clock today. But to get the news, to wake up to the news, to fall asleep seeing the news that, uh, I don't know if you if you saw it last night, I don't even know how you slept, but Kevin Durant coming to the Phoenix Suns. I know. I mean, he's Kevin Durant. He's Kevin Durant. It's exactly right. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. How the, the morning guys were talking to Vin, of course, Dan Bickley, talking to these guys. They were like, "Yeah, we went to bed, totally got up, and had no idea what had happened." Of course, what did Arizona sports breaking news? Uh-oh. Well, guys, the trade deadline has not ended yet. So the Milwaukee Bucks are acquiring Jay Crowder in a trade with the Brooklyn Nets for five second-round picks. I'm surprised other teams are still making trades. I just figured, you know, the trade thing happened, you would just give up. This really, this kills my dream of, of Jay Crowder playing in Brooklyn and going by Brooklyn 9-9. That would have been perfect. Wait a minute. We're sitting here and we're trying to talk about Kevin Durant and breaking news. More Jay Crowder. I was like, what could possibly Durant, bigger what, than Kevin Durant? What is going on right now? Okay. Just your overall thoughts, your reaction right now. After, after you got past the shock and the awe of Kevin Durant, what, what, was, your, what was your reasoning? So this is, I told this to Bickley and Murata when we were on with them doing crosstalk, all right? I typically go to bed around midnight. Yeah. Sometimes I give myself a buffer zone. I'm usually about midnight to six. You know, maybe I go to sleep at one or whatever the night before. So I was like, last night I was like, I'm going to go to bed early because there might be big news early tomorrow morning. You were being responsible. So the last thing I remember, you know, sometimes you see the clock as you're falling asleep. It was like 11.02. And I'm looking. I, w- I wake up around like 4.30 randomly, and there's just a ton of texts. And I have one from Maloney at 11.07. That just so I missed it by five minutes. Yeah, that just says it happened, and I'm like, that can't possibly be Kevin Durant. And then I looked through the other, you know, 37 texts, and they were all Kevin Durant related from people. So. Well, first of all, that's very interesting. You got it at 11:07. I got it later than that. Yeah. Oh, I, I see. I, okay, so I see. Was yours 11:08? You got it 11:08. I, I thought it was Wolf and Luke. I thought. But all right. I thought. You know. I do want to say this. Yes. I was awake. I, I I'm and I so was mad partying already. But in case I wasn't awake. Yeah. Rick called me last night <laughs> to make sure I was awake, and he knew if he called me, he would wake me up. Okay, See, good. This is also no, the one time so I ever much. turned my phone, like, the ringer down. So I, whatever, it doesn't matter. You woke up to Kevin Durant news. It, it's not like the trade didn't happen because you weren't there the second it happened. But this is, it's uh, it's unreal, Wolf. It is, it is unreal today. Absolutely. Woke up to the Kevin Durant news. And right now, let's go ahead and, and confess some things right now. Let's get it off our chest. Shall we do this? Uh, Anybody that has listened to the show, you know I didn't want Kevin Durant at the end of the summer. By the by, the time the end of the summer came, I did not want Kevin Durant. And the reason being, as a former professional athlete based in Orleans, I absolutely appreciate 
No, n- not appreciate. I love the team concept. I love a bunch of guys that come together and play as a team. Not just talent, but team, culture. Anybody that has listened to me over the last two decades, you know exactly how I feel on this stuff. The import of team and culture. That's what I love. And that's why I didn't want Kevin Durant, because I thought Kevin Durant would come in here and he would destroy that. It wouldn't be Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. Guys, the twins that we love so much. Maybe it wouldn't be DeAndre Ayton here as well, right? I had no idea. But I knew that if you got Kevin Durant, you were going to have to give up something of real value to get Kevin Durant. And that's the reason why I wanted to go into this season and just see the Phoenix Suns one more time. The This iteration of the Phoenix Suns, one more time that we saw them when they won 64 games the season before. But I think we'd all agree, and this is something we've been talking about, Luke. We'd all agree that at some point in time, they did not look like the Phoenix Suns this year, and it wasn't just all the injuries. I, I just like that we don't have to keep putting the disclaimer on everything unless they can get Kevin Durant. How many times have we talked this week, and for me it was like, look, I, I want to make a trade, trade the picks. I don't care about the picks. Apparently the Suns care about the picks even less than me because they give up four first-rounders, but I don't care. Um, the, the idea of trade picks, do whatever you can to bring in a piece, but I don't want to mess with the core unless it's Kevin Durant. That's always the the end of every sentence. Well, it hasn't it been like, for me. Well, okay, <laughs> but especially this week it was for me, and it was in the summer, unless it's Kevin Durant. Now, I think we're all on the same page. It sucks to give up Mikel Bridges. That is tough. That, that's, that's not just a, well, we just like Mikel. in the cradle right now. <laughs> I think people would give us a weird look if I did that. I mean, that we're surrounded by Where's the sumo NFL wrestler? People. I think, you know, they're going to bring him around here. Are you kidding? It's media row. That'll be... <laughs> That'll be tomorrow. He's the probably sumo guy will come here. Around. He'll be walking around, but just kick me in the cradle. What were you saying? I just it, it, with Mikel, it's not. Well, we like him, so we can't trade him. I, I made this reference with Bickley and Murata. There were people, and I, I didn't get it, but I at least understand as a fan. There were people when when Kelly Oubre got shipped out, and you were bringing in Chris Paul. They're like, we can't give up Oubre, Valley Boys. Now you can because Chris Paul makes you a title contender. We all like Kelly Oubre. Chris Paul is a million times the player. And that he was is. proven. That was yeah. proven. You went, to, was, you went to the finals. But this this one is, Kevin Durant is, and we're talking about a top 10 all-time player. Yes. I get why this one's tough okay. for people to give up Mikel Bridges, though, because Mikel Bridges is not just swag and some attitude on your team and a likable player. He was becoming one of your yes. maybe two best players. Yes. But if you're Brooklyn, you're not making the trade unless you get Mikel Bridges. So I, I get that we all have to wrestle with that because, yes. to me, that's the one thing you gave up that you can't really replace, but you got Kevin Durant. Speaking of replacing, once again, watching the Phoenix Suns this year, we all knew it, right, Basin earnings? There was something different about this team. There was something different. Was it Chris Paul? Was it DeAndre Ayton taking a step back for the large majority of this season so far? Yeah, it definitely was. They, they looked different. It wasn't just the injuries that they were beset with, of course. There were other issues surrounding this team, and that, to me... That's when I got on board of doing something big, having to change the culture of this team because I no longer saw the culture winning games the way that it did the season before. So to me, right now, they had to do something big. I just had no idea how big they were going to go when they went with Kevin Durant. 
And right now, there's just no denying it. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, and Chris Paul. Just let that sink in for a second. If you if you want to win a title, and I've been saying this all week, I think it, we got to see the, the Suns starting five play five full games together this season. I think that was a team that could contend. But if you're trying to win it all, this is the sort of move you make. There's not any other team right now that can say, well, yeah, but we have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and Chris Paul. And all of a sudden, DeAndre Ayton, in a way, becomes more important because he's got to be on his game. You are all in now. If you don't win a title or titles, this wasn't this this trade backfires. Okay, so. But at the same time, you don't have to lean on him as much because you have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Okay, not only that, too. Um, all right, you, you brought up D.A., DeAndre Ayton. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, I, I thought he was going to be traded by the deadline. He, he's not going to be traded. Ron Wolfley reporting. Can I report that? It's not uh, it was just yet, an opinion. You know, it's amazing. These Twitter tough guys, of course, they get all fired up right there because he said, oh, you know, DeAndre Ayton, he's going to be traded. Listen, it wasn't a prediction. I wasn't reporting anything. Are you kidding me? It was a guess. It was an opinion. They, they pay me for opinions. Was it wrong? Yes, it was. It was wrong. Yeah, right now, I'm wondering what kind of impact DeAndre Ayton might receive from having Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul around him right now. Seriously, where it's it's not just Chris Paul, it's not just Devin Booker. He's played with these guys for four years, basically. Okay, not not Chris Paul. Yeah, but, but it, still, it was what, four years with Chris Paul. With yeah. Chris Paul. Okay, but having said that, now this is Kevin Durant. To your point, maybe one of the best ten players of all time. It's Kevin. I mean, It's Kevin Durant suddenly there. It's like, okay, I guess we're playing for keeps now, right? Will this be the thing? Will this be it? Everything we've talked about this week in particular of at a certain point, if you really want something, you have to go all in. They have gone all in. They have gone all in. Into the behind the scenes of what went into that. But the flip side is once you go all in, you better win. Right, because you did give up. You gave up a lot to get Kevin Durant. That's what you have to do. You don't get Kevin Durant for a couple picks and Jay Crowder's expiring contract. You got to give up pieces. But now that you have them, your window. And let's be clear, your window isn't this year. Kevin Durant's here for a few years. This is what I love about that as well. But your window, it, it needs to. You need to get a championship, at least one, if not two, in that window. <laughs> we'll just take one. I'll just, take one. You know, just, just about one. How about the fact that you have this super team now, a version of this super team? I mean, Devin. Booker started his career playing with Jimmer Fredette and, and players like that, and now he's playing with Kevin Durant hey, and Chris Paul, and, and and it's all in Phoenix. That's the biggest thing. All the times people kept saying he was going to leave and go form a, a team like this somewhere else, they came to Devin Booker. So if you're a Suns fan, that to me is, is some of the biggest vindication. If you're a longtime Suns fan, that's your vindication right there. Those guys came to play with Devin Booker here. Listen for your name every day this week for your chance to win tickets to Super Bowl 57. Just text SUPER to six. 620 to register, and once you hear your name, call in within the time frame. You could be heading to Super Bowl 57, plus you're going to win tickets to the following events, the FanDuel Party, Bud Light Music Fest, and the Super Bowl Experience. So again, text SUPER to 620-620. We come back. What does Jay Williams think about the Suns landing? Kevin Durant will ask the host of Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Next, it's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. 
Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. ESPN NBA insider Jay Williams joins Wolf and Luke to talk NBA and the Suns. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. Media Row coverage is brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings. It is Wolf and Luke out here at Media Row. Wolf, it's starting to get crazy out here. I've seen a lot of people dressed in very shiny stuff. And, of course, Gronk is wandering around. And you said it's going to get crazier here in a yeah. couple hours, too. All right. Well, it's already crazy this morning. And we're going to bring in Jay Williams of ESPN because all the times we talk to this guy about, hey, what's wrong with the Suns? we got to talk to him now that the Phoenix Suns have Kevin Durant. Jay Williams joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. Jay, what's going on, man? I mean, is is there a Super Bowl or something going on this weekend? Because I'm sorry, I'm distracted with some other news. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wolf, to do this to you. I'm sorry. Jay, Jay what was your reaction when you heard the news, man? So just to give you guys, uh, you know, look, I, I've known Justin Ashibia and Matt, uh, well, Justin in particular, for a while now. And I knew what kind of mentality they were going to bring to the table as owners. And I've seen the road for them and how they were, you know, in the mix for the Washington football team. Things didn't really shake out that way. They were in the mix for the Denver Broncos. Things didn't really shake out there that way. And then all of a sudden the situation comes up in Phoenix. And I was like, you know, what a, what a great franchise. Like, it's almost like that is the gift of all gifts because of the core that's there and then understanding the Kyrie Irving situation and just seeing it I, I, I love their aggressiveness you know it's um, we've had conversations with Luke about whether CP3 is the right guy or do you go younger with the Fred Van Vliet um, obviously you heard about Kyrie wanting to be there and that trade not wanting to work out but for them to get um, four first round picks Mikel Bridges Jay Crowder Cam Johnson um, that's a pretty unbelievable package but it puts you automatically in the title contender conversation and the only thing you question is just the health overall of CP3 and KD down the stretch but other than that if they can find some other good pieces to fit some 3 and D roles uh, which I think you can find on the market at a low price you're talking about a team that's best positioned to win a world championship. Yeah, we're talking to Jay Williams. Jay, we don't actually pull off a lot of these big trades down here. We just talk about it, and then they never seem to happen. So I know a lot of Suns fans are wrestling with the idea of giving up Mikel Bridges, and it's not that they don't want Kevin Durant, but he was obviously a fan favorite. So I just and I get that. I get that perspective. But you, to me, you have to get Kevin Durant. What is your more national perspective on this in terms of what the Suns did give up? <laughs> I think it's a lot. I mean, but I, I think Kevin Durant was going to warrant an unprecedented amount of assets in return. Um, you know, I, I will tell you, it, it has been interesting uh, when you think about when big three teams have formed. Right? You think about Paul Pierce was able to you know, form a big three in Boston, and they brought in Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen, right? But like Paul Pierce was homegrown, somebody that understood the culture, somebody understood the team, the standards, the expectations. You think about the same with Dwayne Wade, right? Understanding Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, how they work with LeBron James and Chris Bosh. And now I look at this three, like there is, there are core values that are set, right? Like Devin's been there from the beginning. CP3 and him really hit off. They both understand Monty Williams. And the one thing I will tell you guys both, at the end of the day, Kevin Durant, even though he may go back at people on Twitter, all he wants to do is play basketball. He is the ultimate mercenary. Mm. And he loves the game. So you surround him with other basketball geeks like CP3 and Devin Booker with the way they're in the gym. Uh, that, to me, is a trio that is destined to do something great in this game. 
I love that, Jay. Well, I really do. That matters, that chemistry between those guys right there. From a basketball perspective, can you get down into the weeds for me? What does Kevin Durant bring to this team? I mean, well, if I, I, I remember being on the plane with him coming back uh, from Toronto after he tore his Achilles. And, you know, it was really interesting. He was in a very fragile state. But even him in a fragile state was so confident about who he was as a player. Now, I had no idea he was going to come back and be more prolific after an Achilles injury than he was before. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about maybe the greatest scoring gift the game of basketball has ever seen with his size, his frame, and how efficient he is on the court. So, you know, I, I said this today on air. I, I really do think that him and Devin Booker are going to be lethal together. And what CP3 needs to do is just navigate the ship, you know, get the right feeds, keep being CP3 as it relates to leadership. Because I do believe at the end of the day, having somebody think the game through, KD respects that. And he, it, and that's, they didn't have anything like that in Brooklyn. I mean, James Harden played his tail off in a great read and feel for the game, but he's not an orchestrator the same way CP3 is. So I think you're getting somebody coming off injury again who still, even with his, even if he has a lack of mobility to a degree, which I don't think he will, uh, he's still going to find ways to score the basketball because that's what Kevin Durant is. He's a walking bucket. Talking to Jay Williams, Jay, uh, every time Kevin Durant seems to tweet anything out or post anything on social <laughs> media, all the responses are always, oh, yeah, you had to go to Golden State and chase a ring. I would assume that's not the narrative here if they win because the Phoenix Suns have never won a championship. <laughs> It probably wouldn't be, but let me just tell you something about Kevin, because I've had conversations with him about this before. You know, it's what everybody, as it relates to a fan, like wants you to have a home, right? They they want you to bring one place, one place from the ashes to the holy glory kingdom. And I keep trying to help people understand who KD is as a person. Basketball is his home. The court is his home. So people could say whatever they want about it. He dropped on the 7-3 win team. He was the best player on that team. He was back-to-back finals MVP. You could say, yeah, the Steph's team because he was home-born there is fine. But, like, they don't reach that type of dominance without KD. So for him, I don't think Kevin's really worried about legacy as it relates to, like, he wants to win championships. Don't get me wrong. But uh, only the people who don't know basketball would try to tell you or try to, you know, diminish Kevin Durant's legacy on what he means to this game. Like I said before, he's the ultimate mercenary. He, there's no assassin in the game of basketball like KD. Well, but they do. Those people that you're talking about try to diminish his his legacy every time he posts anything. Like that's all the responses are. Yeah. So I just it's going to be interesting because if he succeeds here, he is going to be lifted up higher than than very few athletes have ever reached in this city. So and just, by the way, I will tell you this, Luke. I look forward to coming. You guys have one of the best fan bases in all of sports for the Phoenix Suns. So I can only imagine what that stadium is going to feel like when all three of those players walk on the court together. <laughs> Man, you know, oh. it really is. No, it's it's something very, very big. You know me, for the most part. I, I love team. I love culture. Jay, well, that's what I'm all about. I, I absolutely mm. love that. I, I thought maybe KD coming in here, giving up Mikael Bridges, giving up Cam Johnson uh, in the summer when people were talking about that. I was not on board with that because of that culture. 
But there was something about this iteration of the Phoenix Suns where it did not look like the season before. It wasn't that culture. It seemed to be broke. Now, I realize they had a ton of injuries as well, but anyone that watches this team and follows this team would tell you that something seemed to be different. It, it felt like they needed to do something big, and this is the very definition of it right now. Do you look at this team and think they are the favorites to win the whole thing? I think on paper they're the favorites. Um, I, I still put a lot of respect on Denver's name and what they've been able to achieve this year. I've always said health was going to be something for them. I still think Boston is the most complete team in the NBA. Just cannot think about this. They have two wings that can defend your two wings now. And they have Marcus Smart that is a younger dog version of CP3. Maybe not a gifted passer, but they have the most depth in the NBA as well with Malcolm Brogdon and other teams. So, you know, and Giannis is playing at a high level. I think it makes them a, a title contender. I don't know if it makes them a favorite. I need to see. Well, I'm like you. Give me some continuity. Let me yeah. see. Let me see some games. Let me see how they. This team, who every year teams go through up and down. Let me see how they grow as a unit in the second half of the year, and then I can tell you if I think they're a favorite going into yep. the playoffs. Jay Williams, great stuff as always, man. Glad we could talk to you today of all days. Boys, congrats. Enjoy the basketball. Phoenix Suns basketball is back, and good luck in the Super Bowl, all right? Thank you, Jay. Great. Thank you. That's Jay Williams joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line. That's the thing, Wolf. When this when this trade happened, it's just like nothing is guaranteed. You're not guaranteed a title, obviously. But if you're a Suns fan, you can kind of settle in like, all right, let's get ready for a deep playoff run. This is going to get crazy. Something's You're either going to win the whole thing or it's going to get crazy. Either way, it's going to be crazy. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with anything you said right there, but just listening to Jay Will, too, you know what it is. This is about the journey, man. I want to see how these guys mesh going forward. Well, the rest of the season is really important. And you're always you know, tied to guys, your best players being healthy. We've seen that this season. But now you've sort of condensed all of your pieces, other than Devin Booker and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, into Kevin Durant. And like Kevin Durant's not going to still play here for a few games. So when he comes back, he's got to be good to go. Devin Booker's got to be good to go. But at a certain point, you have to consolidate all that into a, you know, a lineup like this if you can. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. When we come back, the Suns swung big. Will it pay off when it's playoff time? We'll get into that next. It's Wolf and Luke and Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports All Access presented by Bud Light and FanDuel. Alright, it is time for our Arizona Sports All Access Qualifier. What a day to be the All Access Qualifier, Wolf. And that person is Justin Martinez from Buckeye. Justin, you have 10 minutes to call 602-260-9870 to qualify for your chance to win tickets to Super Bowl 57. I believe you'll be one of 15 people in that drawing to win tickets to the Super Bowl. Uh, if Justin Martinez does not call within 10 minutes, and I don't know why he wouldn't, then we're going to open the phone lines to somebody else. If you didn't hear your name, you can still qualify for this by texting SUPER to 620-620. Listen for your name, Burns and Gambo, today. And, of course, uh, our show tomorrow once again. Justin Martinez from Buckeye. Ten minutes to call. 602-260-9870. All right. This is a real interesting environment for this to happen in, Wolf, because people around us are going crazy about the Super Bowl, yeah. right? I mean, I, we keep pointing out Nashville. They have that table over there. I mean, there's plenty of Philadelphia and Kansas City people. I mean, I don't even know... 
trying like most of these booths around us are not right local. But there's also a lot of people walking around who are very very excited about Church's chicken. Well, that's true, <laughs> and I might be one of them if it walks by again. But the buzz for Kevin Durant in this city, I mean, it far outweighs the Super Bowl right now. Come on, it's just crazy. amazing right now. You know, there's somebody who just tuned in. They're, they they haven't been listening. They have no idea what was going on. I'm just going to break it to you. The Suns acquired Kevin Durant. Ron Wolfley reported. I love I love those stories. Like the person that was just There's, out hiking for a week and they're just now getting back into their car. Hey, who knows, man? You, you don't know. Uh, you know, somebody get up. Their morning routine. Maybe they go out. They don't. They don't listen to anything. Straight they to don't the gym, consume no anything. Just yeah. get up and do your job and get to work. And then when they get to work, a lot of people kind of settle in and they get into a routine. Yeah. Then whatever work you're doing, just stop right now. Surprise, Kevin Durant. Uh, this was a move. You know, we talked about this, and a lot of people were talking about this throughout the week. Do you have to do something bigger than trade Jay Crowder, who, by the way, was included in this? So that checklist that we had at the start of the week, you can yes, cross off two of them right there. Exactly. Um, did you did you have to do something bigger than just trade Jay Crowder? Well, they did, and uh, you know, looking on social media and seeing some of the responses from people, everybody's like, "Man, this is crazy." We got Kevin Durant. Like, this is it. Every everything now is in hyperdrive till the end of the NBA season. But there is a lot of pushback from Suns fans. They're like, "There's a mix between I didn't." want to have to give up Mikel. Give me a, just give me a day because I because I'm losing my favorite player. I've got some people telling me this is a horrible trade for the Suns. It's not a horrible trade for the Suns. Like if you don't like what they gave up, I get that. But if you're trying to win the title, you have to admire the the mentality. Yeah, yeah. Once again, there are no guarantees in life, right? It, there are none. This is just hey, this is an odd stacker for the Phoenix Suns right now to be able to acquire Kevin Durant. I know you gave up Mikel Bridges. I know you gave up Cam Johnson. I know those picks are important to some people right now. But this window, this championship window, was legit for the Phoenix Suns. It was open, and they went for it. And when I say they, too, I'm not just talking about James Jones. I'm not just talking about Monty Williams. I'm talking about Matt Ishbia being integral to this job, or this deal, I should say, coming off. This deal, and the fact that it actually happened, this trade, Matt Ishbia sounds like, to me, he was right in the middle of all that, Luke. Well, yeah, if you read Woj's story, it's certainly you can connect some dots and, and make it sound like if they don't get that that whole process done, and, and Matt Ishbia introduced yesterday, there's a pretty good chance that this trade, maybe it happens in the summer, maybe, but it, it really, it felt like Matt Ishbia walked into James Jones' office and is like, we only have 24 hours, and I only need 12. <laughs> like, I don't even know what they're doing over there now because I can't imagine you're doing a whole lot of other trades. Maybe. I mean, it's still one o'clock. You still have over two hours till the trade deadline. Maybe something small. But um, the aggressiveness is ultimately what it's going to take to win. And I say this with Mikel Bridges as one of my favorite players of all time, man. I didn't want to see Mikel go. Uh, that's a guy I will still root for in Brooklyn. Yes. And, but... Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. This is Rick Buecher from Bickley and Murata saying getting Kevin Durant renews your championship hopes in Phoenix.
he renews the idea of the Suns are going for it now. Uh, it seems as if, while I think at the beginning of the year, much because they went to the finals two years ago and had the best record in the league last year, that uh, we still saw the Phoenix Suns as being in that championship window. Uh, it didn't feel like it this season. And there's a lot of teams that we consider contenders that have not played well. But this, I, I, at least on a surface level, uh, presents them as, okay, we're going to take another swing at this, and uh, and we're going to go for it now. They're going to go for it now. <laughs> that is what they did. And Mikael Bridges, as far as that goes, you know, this guy to me, of, of all the players for the Phoenix Suns, I, there's nobody I respect more than Mikael Bridges. Nobody. That, that includes Devin Booker. Nobody I respect more than Mikael Bridges because of how he went about his business as a pro. Listen, you got to be available. He's the you, only guy that was playing this year. You got to be available, and Mikael Bridges has been available to the extreme for his team. And he goes out and competes night in and night out on the defensive end of the floor, on the offensive end of the floor. He's developed, he's gotten better in every area as a basketball player and as a person. His leadership is fantastic he he sets an example for everybody else every day hey listen you you come to the phoenix suns organization and you want to you want to get along okay you want to do well in this organization do what mikhail bridges does do what he does act like he acts play like he plays give what he gives and you're going to be okay here he was a trendsetter inside that locker room because of who he is and how he plays. And the fact that he's gone, that's a bummer. I agree with you 100%. Well, I think why people are, are you know struggling with it, too, is I, I was of the belief they were still a title contender before this trade. I mean, we haven't seen, like we played that Rick Buecher cut, well, it didn't really feel like they were a title contender this year, but well, we haven't seen them play together yet. So now if, if you're telling me, we talked about this yesterday, if you're telling me I have my starting five of Chris Paul, Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, D.A., Devin Booker, let's see what it can do. But again, every time I said that sentence this week, and a lot of times this summer, let's see what this group can do. Let's give it another run, unless you can get Kevin Durant. That's This was not like, hey, we had to make a trade, and if we couldn't, like if this was for Kyrie, and it wouldn't been this big, but I didn't like the idea of trading for Kyrie a couple days ago, and I especially didn't like the idea of, okay, you're going to break things up and bring Kyrie in. I have never seen Kevin Durant as that sort of distraction in the locker room. Now, he's he's he brings a lot of attention, and when you bring in somebody like that, it's going to change things. I mean... This has to be the biggest trade the Suns have ever made, right? I understand the Charles Barkley one was big, and it's that's the one. What do you think right of there. what they gave up for Charles Barkley? Yeah, <laughs> Jerry Colangelo seemed to fleece. Yeah, seventy sixers yeah. at that point in time. If yeah. you go back and look at it, that's a, the, that is a trade that a lot of people look at and go, "Oh my goodness, that is one of the worst trades in the history of the NBA." Oh, well. When you think about it, for Philly, <laughs> as much as I like Chuck, and that you know that got you to the finals. Kevin Durant's playing. He's a borderline top 10 player of all time. And it's not like Kevin Durant's 45. This is this makes the Phoenix Suns the Western Conference favorites right now. 
last night. We all went to bed. Now, you know what? Most of us went to bed. Let's put it that way. Of course, Maloney didn't. She was up texting. She was up waiting for this train. Um, all over social media, of course. And bam, um, it it happened. And then a lot of people got up this morning. And now you are the favorite in the Western Conference. That's amazing. Which isn't enough. I mean, you got to actually win it now. And we're going to talk to Kevin Ray later on in the show because the, the Suns do have a game tonight. I don't know who's going to play for the Suns because you don't have Durant yet and Booker's out and everybody else was just traded. Uh, we're going to talk to Kellen Olson later on, which I, I, I very specifically want to talk to Kellen because I remember in the offseason doing a show with him and one of his things was, okay, yeah, you do what you can for Kevin Durant, but I don't like making big changes mid-season. That was his thing in the in the summer was let's get it done this past summer or you know maybe this upcoming summer. So I want to get his thoughts on that. But when we come back, we are going to talk to, uh, to Eddie Johnson next. Uh, and uh, I want to give you this too. The Phoenix Suns just acquired superstar Kevin Durant from the Nets and we are giving you the chance to be the first to get his son's jersey. So in addition to you being able to win Super Bowl tickets today, if you text KD to 620-620 register to win a Phoenix Suns Kevin Durant jersey, that's KD to 620-620 when we come back, Eddie Johnson joins us. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports the local sports leader. Arizona Sports All Access presented by Bud Light and FanDuel. Welcome back to the show. I want to remind you, Media Row coverage is brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 5.7% on your retirement savings. And, uh, Wolf, we're opening those phone lines back up for the uh, all-access qualifier. Justin did not call in in the 10 minutes. So, 602-260-9870. Which caller number do you want, Wolf? Give me caller number three. Caller number three is going to qualify. And this is not like, hey, you're going to be one of 1,000 people. You're going to be one of 15 people qualifying for Super Bowl tickets in addition to other cool stuff. So, caller number three at 602-260-9870. Right now, you are going to be our all-access qualifier. Uh, also on the line, although he can't qualify for this on the Arizona Sports Line right now, is Eddie Johnson. A pretty big day for the Phoenix Suns. Eddie, thank you for the time. I know you got a busy day as well. How you doing? I'm doing well. Why can't I be caller number three? <laughs> You're caller number one. <laughs> Sorry no, I want to be that, number three. I mean, I, I win something. Eddie, you would not go to the Super Bowl anyways. If you won tickets, you would not go to the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, really? Wolf, oh, Wolf, you offer it? It's like, is this part of my payment for, Listen, like, I'll, I'll get right out of uh, it, Eddie. changing my schedule to talk to you guys today? I get a ticket to the Super Bowl? Is, is that it? Yeah. All right, That's now, what Wolf said what all right now I owe you. I get it. Just okay. Super Bowl tickets, no big deal. Uh, all right, Eddie. I mean, we got to start with the Kevin Durant stuff, and in fact, that's probably going to be the whole conversation. <laughs> just, just your initial reaction to seeing this. The Suns were already a good team, but making a trade to go for all of it. Well, look, it, I, you know, look, I've been connected to this Suns organization for a ton of years, uh, almost thirty, and you know, the city of, of Phoenix, the state of Arizona. You know, they view the Suns as their baby, right? Firstborn. Now, all due respect to all the other professional teams that's there, uh, the Suns are the firstborns. And we saw that in 93 when they had about, what, I don't know, 700,000 people uh, celebrate a, a runner-up to a title uh, in, in 93. So 
You know what? It comes a point in time where you do stretch out, right? Where you do go for it. Uh, because the title is really the ultimate right now. This team has gone to the finals a, a number of times in its history and has not been able to get over the hump. And this is a trade that pretty much puts the Suns in position to be able to do it. Kevin Durant, before he had his injury, to me was the MVP. Uh, the year that he had been having is just spectacular. And it's just amazing that he was able to do it even after coming back from the Achilles injuries. So, yeah, I mean, when you make a deal like this, when you give up what the Suns gave up, look, let's just put it where it is. Uh, there's a lot of sad faces around here in Atlanta in the hotel this morning in regards to Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. You're talking about two young men that were extremely professional. They, they came to work every day. They were always pleasant. They loved what they did, and they were tremendous teammates. And we used to call them the twins uh, because they were so close. And it's, it's great that they both were traded together. But, man, it's a difficult day uh, when, you know, that's the business of basketball. It's, it's sad a lot of the times because we travel a lot. We're always together. You get to know people. And then it becomes like family. And then when they leave, you miss them. And although, yeah, the happiness is that we got a tremendous player in Kevin Durant that can help take us to the promised land, you have to give up something. And what we gave up today, man, is really has a lot of people around here really, truly sad. DJ, on that note right there, because I totally agree with you, but the acquisition of Kevin Durant from a player's perspective, meaning the guys that are on the Phoenix Suns roster right now, who does this benefit the most? Benefits everybody. It benefits you watching because you get to see one of the most splendid basketball players that you'll ever see. That's how good Kevin Durant is. Yeah. But, but and, and so it it helps everybody. I mean, when you put a guy like that on the floor and you're out there with him, your game opens up. Uh, you know, and even with Devin. Now, we have two guys that historically are double teamed all the time. Yep. We have a guy in Chris Paul that's usually picked up 94 feet. And the reason all those things happen is because teams are afraid of them. So they try to take away things from them. Well, guess what? There's not too many double teams are going to happen now. Because if you double team Kevin Durant, who's a willing passer, then that means Devin Booker's going to get wide open shots. And vice versa. So when you put a guy like that on the floor, it opens up an area of the game that you ordinarily don't get a chance to see. Damian Lee is one of the best three-point shooters in the league, right? He's been statistically at the top pretty much most of the year. Guess what? He's even going to get more open shots. So that's what he does. Like, he allows the game to open up to avenues, man, that you weren't seeing because of the way things were playing you. Talking to Eddie Johnson. Uh, Eddie, it almost feels silly to ask this question right now in light of that trade, but is this roster complete now? Do they need to go out and add a smaller piece just to have a more complete lineup? Or, I mean, I know you can just kind of fit pieces around those those main three guys now, but do they still need anything? Man, you're never complete, man. I woke up this morning and I saw a little pimple on the side of my face. I had to get that thing off. You know, I'm already close to, you know, I'm already close to perfection. Well, so I, got, I saw a little pimple. I had to get that off, you know. 
No, man. You always are looking. You always trying to be better. You always trying to get the best of. Look, Golden State won titles like crazy, right? And they didn't stop. They already had a team that had the best record in the NBA a number of years ago. And who did they get? The same guy we got, Kevin Durant. So, no, you always want to get better. You always want to keep adding. If you look at things historically in the NBA, you remember when the Lakers had uh, Magic and Kareem. And guess who they drafted number one? They got lucky. They had the number one pick the next year. They got James Worthy. I mean, no, you always want to continue to add. And and so, no, I don't think the Suns are done today, to be quite honest with you. I wouldn't be shocked if we uh, make another deal. So, yes. no, I think teams are going to continue to try to add and try to get better. The Lakers made adjustments. They traded. They made, I thought they made some good trades today. Dallas picks up Kyrie Irving. Uh, you got a number of small trades that's going on. Milwaukee, you know, they get Jay Crowder. Uh, which I know Jay is going to help them in Milwaukee. Uh, so a lot of teams are trying to add, man, and they're trying to get better uh, because now Kevin Durant has pretty much shifted the mindset. <laughs> you know, yeah. being on a, a Suns team with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and you got KD, okay? And just think about this, guys. Chris Paul is one of the best orchestrators in the game. Regardless, you can look at his age, you can say all that, but man, he's he going to be conducted a symphony right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so, it, it's a tremendous opportunity, man. And, you know, the fans in Phoenix should be sad for leaving, for, for uh, seeing Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson leave, but ecstatic at maybe the possibilities of what can happen with the addition of Kevin Durant. Eddie, we appreciate the time, man. It's a great day here. Thank you so much. All right, guys. And Wolf, uh, let me give you my address. So you yeah, you know what? Yeah. yeah, you know what? Uh, honestly, I'll Venmo you, okay? All right. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Eddie. Take care, guys. All right, you too. That's uh, Eddie Johnson joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line. That's interesting, right? And that's and, not Paola. No, because no, you're not actually delivering the Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, it's, uh, that's interesting. He said, I mean, stop, when he's saying around here in Atlanta, he's talking about the team. Yes. Right? And that's a very similar reaction to what you are getting from Suns fans on social media. Yes. It's weird because we're not really surrounded by Suns fans here. We're surrounded by a bunch of football people. But yes. um, I think it's it's to be, that's understandable considering what you gave up. When we come back, what was Max Stark's reaction when he heard Kevin Durant was headed to Phoenix? He's going to join us out here on Media Row. We'll ask the two-time Super Bowl champion next. It's maximum football, but it's going to be all basketball today. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.